If you've got a little story you need to share, pull up a chair, he'll listen. Despite of the name and despite of the logo, there's definitely no knitting on this show. Called Good Good Yarns. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of Good Yarns. My name is Shad Wicker. This is a storytelling podcast, also just a bit of banter um, that I get to do when I catch up with a new guest every week who... Uh, shares a interesting, funny, or just a random story from their life. Uh, this week, I am currently up north. I've just been doing some shows this week uh, at Laughing Heart Comedy, a nice little comedy club here with my mate Peter James doing the Shad and Pete Save the World show, uh, and also a little gig at Little Death. If you're up uh, in Cairns in the far north, check out those two comedy clubs. Really good places to perform, and the best crowds. North Queensland, so good. This is where I started doing comedy uh, more regularly. It's always good to come back here. Um, but because it was a, a quick uh, trip up here, I managed to grab a mate of mine, uh, Joe Waddington. He's a comedian here in uh, Cairns. He's from uh, regional Victoria, which, to be honest, a lot of people in the north uh, tend to be from in the colder places of down south. They find the Holy Grail. They come up here to where God's country is. Um, but Joe's just a really good time. Uh, I love hanging out with him. He came by uh, just to have a couple of beers before our gig the other night. And we're like, screw it, let's turn on the mics and just have a little bit of a yarn. So this is a bit of banter about uh, a couple of kangaroo stories um, recorded in the very shitty motel that I'm staying in. <laughs> I mean, I'm being harsh on it. But um, we uh, have a little bit of a riff up the top just about how uh, grim <laughs> this accommodation is. I won't say too much about it because we kind of cover it at the beginning of the chat. Uh, but Joe just t- shares a couple of stories from, um, you know, when he was living in regional towns and his theory that everyone has at least one kangaroo story. Um, mine is, uh, I remember when I was at uni, we used to, I went to uni in, in Bathurst, Mount Panorama we used to sit up on where the V8s would race. And I remember uh, sitting with some friends of mine after a big night, just drinks, obviously, nothing else. Definitely nothing else. Uh, <laughs> and I remember two kangaroos were boxing on in the uh, O in Mount Panorama. And uh, we were taking bets on which one would win or lose by getting pushed out of the O. Uh, but Joe shares a couple of stories uh, of his encounters with uh, kangaroos. It gets a little bit gross. There's a pretty confronting one in the second story. So um, you've been warned. Um, it got me a little bit. You'll hear it. Uh, you'll hear me just get caught out by the graphicness of the um, story. But uh, this is my mate Joe Waddington. Make sure you follow him. All his socials are going to be in the uh, in the show notes, along with mine as well. So I hope you guys enjoy uh, another episode of Good Yarns. What were you going to tell me before when we were walking up the stairs? Oh, about the room. Mm. Yeah, so where we're recording right now is like in a uh, gross little motel in uh in cans and it is a motel and it's like i remember when i was growing up i didn't know the difference between a hotel and a motel i was yeah. like what's the difference i'm like this is the difference this is it this is the difference people that come to motels come here to hide from things you thought it was just the first letter yeah no <laughs> yeah it yeah, goes much like, deeper and it's much I, darker than that <laughs> yeah i thought when i was a kid it was like how many stories it is <laughs> but um no i came i booked this shitty hotel because we're in cans and um i was like i need somewhere to stay but I don't have the cash to go nuts. So I was like, I'll get somewhere cheap, all good. And there was literally one around the corner that is a hotel that I know. (laughs) There was only like 60 bucks more, but the tight ass in me was like, no, 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 it's all good. And um, I come up here with my my little brother who was hanging out with me. We get here, I'm like, oh, this is fucked. I walk in, right? 
I go to the lady, oh, I've got a booking here for Shadwick. And she goes, yep. And like, she scans the thing. She goes, I only started here three days ago. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. She goes, there's no staff here. I was like, oh, all right. She goes, yep, no one's here. I'm here at 12. I knock off at four. Bar's closed because of COVID. Pool's still open. Here's your key. Go up the top there. But like I said, I'm knocking off in like 10 minutes. No one's going to be here. So if you need anything, I don't know. Just... You're just staying in a spare room. Dead set. I was just like, oh, okay, cool. So I get cleaner comes at two tomorrow, so whatever. I was like, yeah. fucking all right. And she's left. I haven't seen her since. No. <laughs> Pretty low, low, uh, low maintenance job. Yeah. Well, I was just like, what do you mean? There's like, there's no one here. There's literally no one here. Like, there's not, like you could just, you could pick a lock here and just live here. You know the squatting yeah. thing? You know, if you're like, you know, they sell yeah. squatters, you can stay some of it long enough and it's yours. Yeah, is that true? Do this is with that this. One of those made up. Mate, things. if that's true. Move in here. Yeah. Own it. Good block of land. Yeah. They Everything probably else. just think you'll, you, you'll stay in here and they clean your room every day as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'll be like, yeah, cool. Room <laughs> fucking stinks. What's going on? Yeah. So it's fucking grim. It's a grim room. But, um, you know, you've got a beer. It's yeah. the kind it of... Would have, it literally would have been like an extra 80 bucks for your mate. whole stay to yeah. have like inside a carpeted hallway. Mate. Probably a lift. A person at the concierge. Not a dumpster to look Bit of security. Yeah, as you walk in, there's a dumpster right up the stairs, so it stinks as you start to come in. I'm like, not it's been fuck, like it's so full grim, to bro. the brim. Full. <laughs> it's, not, it's like the lids can't even shut. Like, it's so fucking, there's KFC in there. It's like, what the fuck? And all I think is, that is the smell of success. <laughs> you made it. You fucking made it. Oh, fuck me. Anyway, so it's, it's a fucking grim trip. Um, but the gig's good. Yeah, that's all. That was fucking awesome. That went so good. But I'm keen to hear your story. What's the uh, what's the scenario? What happened to Joe Waddington? I've got I've got a couple themed. Okay, I like that because so I grew up in um, in like country Victoria. Yeah, and I have a theory that um, that like every person who ever lived in regional Australia, Mm. they all have a kangaroo story. Yeah, I do. Yeah. 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 Yeah, everyone's. Everyone's got one. So, I remember, um, this was years ago, it would have been like 2013 or something. I was driving to work one morning, and I had to drive, at the time I was driving a fair way to work, and it was like, in winter, I'd be leaving in the dark. Whereabouts are you? I was in Mansfield, in Victoria, which is like a small country town, base of Mount Buller, which is a ski resort. And um, I was living in Wangaratta, which is like an hour drive for Mm. a little while. And... um, so it's like long stretches of like roads with fuck all, just right. bush. And there was a fair few stretches where there'd be heaps of kangaroos, like notoriously bad for it. So I would just like, I'd find another car and just like hang back behind them. So if one jumps out, they get it. Not Yeah, me. fair enough. And I'm driving along, it must have been winter because it was like pitch black. And I'm following this like Commodore Ute and I'm probably like 50 metres behind him. And this roo jumps out and he hits it like square on. Mm. And I like slow down, obviously, and it lands on the side of the road, and it's it's not in a good way. It's just been hit by a car. It's a hit by a car. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> just hopped away, yeah. um, and it was like still alive, right? But not good. And um, I pull up behind the bloke, and he gets out, and he's like, "Oh, fucking roof, fuck this, fuck that." And I'm like, "Okay." And How I'm was like, his car? His car was not too bad, considering. Oh. And I go, oh, you're, you're all good, mate? And he's like, yeah, 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 I'm all good. And I go, oh, that roo's still, like, a bit, like, still alive. So yeah. you might have to do Finish it. something about that. Mm. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll sort it out. And he reaches into the back of his jet. 
his toolbox and he grabbed out a steak knife. What? Not like a... <laughs> like one from heart? Yeah, not like, not like a steakhouse big one. Like, like a, a just a little black handle. Black handle, <laughs> black, black yeah. handle cutlery drawer. The little mum's house Yeah, the coals, the coals yeah. I'll purchase, yeah. And I'm like... <laughs> yeah. might, be, might be mixed amongst the butter knives. <laughs> <laughs> and I look at it and I'm like, you'll be right with that anyway, yeah? <laughs> I just immediately got back in the car. I'm like, oh, I'm not Thank hanging around to see that. So... That guy has a kangaroo story. Mm. I've got like half a one from that. So the other one, this was a couple of years after that. It was like 2015 or 16, I think. Because mm. I was living in Mansfield at the time and I had a dog. Right. And I was working for a cabinet maker and it was like small business. It was just me and him. And we spent most of the time in the workshop, right? And we would both take our dogs to work every day. And he was also a woodwork teacher at the high school mm. so he was like two days a week not there so i work by myself like a lot of the time and it was one day we had to go and fit a laundry in a new house and he was also work- like he was working at the school that day so i was going we loaded it up on the trailer in the morning before right. he went to school and i was i was going to the job to fit it and i didn't take my dog that day but he brought his in the morning and he's like oh do you want to just take boots was the dog's name He's like, you want to just take Boots to work? Like, take, take him to the job. He'll be right. right. Like, it's out of town. It's on a block, like, big block of land. It's like, no, busy roads. It's fine. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. We load up. I drive out. It's like 15 minutes out of town. And I get there. And um, it's a, like, brand new house. And the builder's there. And he's got his dog. And the dog's just running around. And I'm like, oh, beauty. I'll just let the, the dog's fine. All mm. good. So I'm like, there for... There for a couple of hours, and the dog is just like, dog's just hanging out, all good, playing with the other dog, everything's fine. I'm like, no, this is, it's all good. No reason to worry. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of foreshadowing at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm there, it was like, I was there for like probably three, three hours or something. Mm. And the dog's, like, see the dog wandering off down the back corner of the block, right? And there's a dam in the back corner of the block, and it's like behind a shed. So from the house, you can't see the dam, but it's like down in the back corner. And the dog's walking down the, walking down to the back corner of the block. And I'm like, um, trying to call him back. And he's like looking at me all excited. And the builder said to me, he's like, oh, there was ducks down there earlier. It's probably, he's probably just chasing ducks. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and then like five minutes later, the builders, I'm like inside working. And the builder's apprentice is like sprinting across the paddock, like across the block, like yelling. And I'm like, oh, fuck, what's going on here? Me and the builder see this and he's like, oh, there's probably a ruin in the dam. And I'm like, okay, right, <laughs> sure. Right? Just having a swim. <laughs> so we both run down there and he was bang on. There's a ruin in the dam. He's probably like, like between five and ten metres out in the water. And he's like shoulder depth. And he's got the dog in a headlock. Oh, no way. <laughs> Fucking hell. So we're looking at it. The dog's like, the dog's like just his nose is above the water. Oh, shit. And the, the, he's like, the roux is like kind of dunking his head. Like a bully, like a high school bully. Exactly like a high school bully, but <laughs> way more intense. Stop drowning yourself. <laughs> Stop, Stop drowning yourself. Stupid fucking dog. And I didn't know this until that, that exact, well... 
that moment, apparently, when kangaroos are threatened, they'll run into water and they'll, they balance on the bottom with their tail. Right. And then, like, whenever the dog or predator or whatever comes in, they'll grab them in their arms and then kick the shit out of them with their feet. Right. And I'm like... Mate, you know that's wild because it's like, before we came here, like, there wasn't... Like, there's no... Yeah, not a whole There's no natural predator in Australia for them other than a dingo, which is only really in northern Australia for the most part. Like, what the fuck? How do they... That's a new thing they've learned. (laughs) I don't... I have no idea. Yeah, because I always, like... Because I've always thought that the funny thing about kangaroos... Like, weird thing about kangaroos is, like... We're lucky that they're herbivores. Yes, Because they're, like, outnumber us, like... Like what ten to one or some yeah. bullshit? It's like if they had a taste for meat, they are. <laughs> they're also pretty intense. Like yeah, like they would have us. They're popping nightmares just in the yard. Like they're fucking coming. <laughs> if, they had, if they had sharp teeth, the most They'd be horrifying kicking doors thing. in and shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're horrendous. Anyway, I'm we're standing. I'm standing there. I've mm. not seen this before, and I have no plan. Mm. Right. So I start. Were you going to go Hasselhoff like Baywatch style? <laughs> just <laughs> I start. Taking my boots off, right? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, we're standing around. We're not doing anything else. I start taking my boots off. And the builder that's there is like, you're not fucking going in there because you will end up dead. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I put my boots back on. <laughs> I'm like, well, what are we going to do? <laughs> anyway, we pick up this like, we pick up this log off the ground, like a tree limb. And we like grab an end each, like Viking log throwing style. Right. And we like... Heave it at the at kangaroo. The kangaroo. <laughs> and like, not too concerned, like the dogs, yeah. you know. Anyway, we got that we, we hit the kangaroo like directly in the, like, in the face. In the head, in the head, like perfect. Oh, outrageous. Right? And he still didn't let go of the dog. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Anyway, we picked up another, like, we picked up another log. Yeah. <laughs> we like, heave it. Missed completely. <laughs> But I think it must have been like Rue must have been rattled from like the first hit. He's right. like, oh, I don't, I don't want that to happen again. Mm. And he let like he let go of the dog, and I'm calling the dog, and he swims over to the edge, and the kangaroo's like just staying in the exact same spot, and the dog like gets out, and he's just like he's just like fucking hell. Yeah, he's yeah. just absolutely wrecked. Like he's just been struggling <laughs> for the last five minutes in a headlock, trying to like with a Rue trying to drown him. And he's like standing there, and I look at him, he's got this big like gash on his stomach. Fuck. And there's like a bit of stuff uh, hanging out of it. And I'm like, oh no. And I'm like looking at it, couldn't tell if it's like guts or meat or yeah. what. Didn't know what it was. Anyway, I took my jumper off, wrapped him up in it, and I like pick him up. And he's like a medium size, like a working dog type dog. Yeah. And I like run him up to the car, put him in the back seat, and I've still got like half a laundry on yeah. the trailer that's untied so I've got to like half back the trailer out unhook the trailer and it's a 15 minute drive back into town shit it's not even your dog not even my no mm. not my dog I'm driving back into town dog standing on the back so like he's standing up and he's just like just absolutely rattled mm. and I ring my boss and I'm like sorry to call you at work <laughs> <laughs> I'm like dog's been attacked by a kangaroo in the dam I'm like, I'm on my way to the vet. Um, he's got a bit of... He seems fine. He's like, he's standing up and he seems all right. But he's got a bit of stuff hanging out of him. I don't know what it is. Mm. Anyway, 
my boss is like, all right, yeah, let me know what's going on. I'm like, okay. I drive into town, get to the vet, and it's like country town. So the vet, the vet is like a, a house converted into a vet. And I like get the dog out, walk through the front door, go to the reception, and there's no one there. And I'm like dinging the bell, and there's no one answering. And I'm like walk past the walk past the reception, down the hallway, and I like go into this room. <laughs> there's, there's this woman, this old woman crying. What? <laughs> and the vet is like... The fact that you're laughing at this part of the story is so weird, weirdly grim. <laughs> the vet is halfway through putting down her cat. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> and I'm like... Um, he looks at me, he's like, I'll be with you in a minute. And I go, well, hurry up. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck hell. And I go... I go back out into the waiting room. And he comes out, and he's like, what's the go? And I, like, explain the story to him. And he's looking at the dog, and it's like, what's hanging out of his stomach is, like, abdominal fat. Uh-huh. And he's like, so basically what he said, he's like, if they get, like, a cut on their stomach, mm. the abdominal fat just blocks the hole, so all the rest of it... Mm, doesn't come out. ...stuff doesn't come out. And he's like, oh, we'll just sedate him, and we'll clean him up and stitch him up, and he should be all right. Mm. So I went back to work and finished fitting the laundry. Was the kangaroo still in the den? I didn't actually. <laughs> oh, Jimmy would have made a run for it after that. He's like, no, actually, I just want to swim now. No, I like this. Yeah, this was good. Who's that? That was good. Where's my mate got? <laughs> um, so anyway, I go back, fit the laundry, all good. And um, dog's in the vet for like a couple of days or whatever. And my boss gets him out. And so the... I don't know why the vet had to share this information with my boss but then my boss told me this he's like apparently when they were like cleaning like doing the operation Mm. they moved that bit of fat and all of his guts fell out on the table and they had to just like oh fuck put him back in and stitch him up Jesus Christ how do they know they put it back in the right way (laughs) I think I think guts just go in don't they do they do they they? what the fuck that is so (laughs) Fucked. He told me that. He's like, like getting ready to do it. He's like, whoops. Oh, shit. The dog's just like, I feel very empty. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah.